Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients with your host, Joel Miner. Listening to the show, you'll learn how to avoid the unnecessary pain and avoidable costs that commonly occur in the building and renovating process. Joel will also inspire you with his knowledge, experience and ideas on how to make your home a place to suit your lifestyle for years to come. And co-host in crime, Andrew Quadrio. We're back for another episode of Bot Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. So Andrew, welcome back. Listening, guys, um, back again, which is really good. Uh, co-host title this week—that's amazing. <laughs> the what title? Sorry. The, the co-host title. Oh yes, co-host. I I really need to do another intro or slide your name in there or something because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like it's something missing. That's uh, it. So, well, this week we're having an interesting conversation. Last week about, um, sorry, not last week, last night on the phone and and coming up with a conversation of. You were trying to deal with a particular client or prospect that was um, looking at building and getting a quote and going to see a designer first and there was an interesting topic bring up. So I'll let you tell the story because you'll tell it better than I will. Yeah, I spoke to a guy earlier in the week uh, that was looking for me to give him a quote on his, uh, he was doing extension, first floor addition and and, um, ground floor extension of their house. Um, And he had... He, uh, you know, got on the phone originally and said, "Oh, you know, I need, I need you to give me a quote." And I'm like, okay, well, where are you at with this? Where you're at with your process and that sort of stuff? He goes, "Oh, yeah, I've spoken to an architect and I've done one design, but we didn't quite like that, and we wanted to go in a different direction." So, the architect then said, "Well, I'm not doing anything more um, until you work out what you want and um, just come back to me when you do." And when he said that, I was like, "Well, that's not very helpful at all." to you so leave nice. you in the dark when yeah, you're just leave you sorted, in the dark. come back and yeah. see me and i'll take your yeah, money yeah exactly right yeah then i'll then i'll continue to take your money yeah nice guy um so and then he said oh you know dude, and that's a bit of a pain in the ass and that's the stuff i'm like well yeah that's sounds like it so and i sort of why, why do you think that happens well i think i think it boils down to he said to me that they got the concept back from the first concept back from the architect and then they uh had another train of thought and were going with a different, they were thinking about going with a completely different design and in a different direction. Um, and I think that comes down to clarity um, from what I was sort of getting from picking up from this guy that they weren't, because they come up with two ideas, they weren't quite clear on what was important to them. And that is, that's what we sort of got onto talking to last night. It sort of, um, goes back to our, um, like the series we've, we've just completed with the, with the, uh, uh, six, six steps, steps to planning. planning. That's right. Yeah, go back and have a look at it if you if you're um uh, if you haven't heard it already, we'll put the link in the description below. Um, will where you really need to get clear, especially as the client, but it's also if you're a builder, if, if builders will listen to this podcast as well. If you're a builder, you really need to understand what your prospect is after and what their fears and frustrations, wants and aspirations are for the project itself. And you need to completely understand. And the most important thing that I found in recent times, and you found it as well, I'm sure that you need to, um, you need to get confirmation from the prospect or the client that they feel that you, me, understand their problems and their issues and what's important to them and what they need, what they want, what they dream of and what their purpose is for the whole project. Because if you don't, if that's not clear, then you're just going to go round and round in ever decreasing circles and you're just going to waste money, you know, and waste time, which is even more money. And nobody's going to be happy with the situation whatsoever. 
Yeah, it was, it was interesting to mention too. You said um, so when you said he had two sort of ideas or plans or what whatever he was after, and he said, "Can you give me a price?" Yeah, that's right. So he he had two. He had one concept plan, and then he had another one that he'd hand drawn over the con, over the first concept plan, and said, "I I just need a I want a quote on this, so I know which one is 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 going to be best uh, best value for money, and then we can go back to the architect and go with that option." And I was like, "Well." I can't quote can't quote anything that's not so that's not finished. Like it's like playing football without a ball. How are we going to do that? <laughs> like if 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 a builder doesn't have all the pieces of information lined up, so all the all, so it, most importantly is plans, and they need to be they don't need to be completely ready to go to DA, but they need to be like ninety percent there. They don't yeah, have to those, have all those the... for you. Don't know what DA is? Um, council, oh, council approval. Um, yeah. So you know, basically, I know a similar DA as well. Yeah. Yeah, like development, so they don't, develop an application. Yeah, yeah. So they don't they don't need to be at the level where they're going to go to a, a certifying authority of some description. So I'm not sure about in Queensland, but here in here in New South Wales, you can do either a development application that goes to council, or um, a complying development certificate. So that means that that can be issued by um, a private certifying authority that um, they can st- uh, certify that it meets a certain um, uh, planning. Uh, restrictions scheme, and that yeah, sort of stuff. Yep. Scheme, yeah, yep. yeah. So the, the the idea of that scheme, there, it's scaled right back now, and they're trying to the, the councils are trying to get rid of it. To be perfectly honest, um, but the purpose of the whole scheme here in New South Wales was to um, elive, uh, uh, try and reduce the time that or the amount of uh, the amount of applications or development applications that council was dealing with because it was taking forever, and people were getting ridiculously frustrated so they they introduced a new set of planning guidelines where if you meet all the if your block was this type of block and it didn't have any of these conditions on it and your development met all these conditions which is a huge document you've got to you've got to meet but if it didn't if it met all those conditions then you could take your plans to a private certifying authority and they could certify that it meets that planning code yeah um yeah. So that's what I mean. That's what I mean by that. Sorry, long-winded. Um, yeah, long-winded uh, answer. Ex- long-winded explanation, but that's what I mean. So, so the plans don't need to be to that. They don't need to be a hundred percent finished, but they need to be ninety percent. So that that uh, so you need to have uh, all your information on it. So it needs to have dimensions, and it needs to have a section, and it needs to have elevations, and it needs to have. It doesn't necessarily need to have selections like uh, exterior colours and and that sort of yeah. stuff, but it helps. Obviously, the more the more the more information, the better. But it doesn't have to be a hundred percent. Sort of eighty five, ninety percent is what I sort of can work from, um, and then we can sort of we don't sort of make assumptions, but we can say, all right, do you want this in this place? Like it would what. You, you know, you want to go with a colour or tile roof, or you're going to go with yeah. render or your face brick, or you know, if you're going face brick, what type and that sort of stuff. We can make some interpretations. Yeah, so essentially needing the bones, and I say this, say this now. to a lot of people too, because you know, you do get the odd client, like you just said, we'll go to the designer first, um, and this happens probably ten out of ten times. They go and see the designer. Um, actually, sorry, a lie, nine out of ten, because I had one the other day that actually was. They met the budget. They went and seen the designer first. Um, brought me into it sort of at that preliminary stage, which is generally a lot of designers will say, "Hey, preliminary set of plans." So your first basic set of plans that the designer will give you will say, "Hey, you know, go get some pricing off a builder." Um, still, is really hard to give an accurate pricing, but you can definitely get a gauge indication of of where you're sitting at. You know, potentially within twenty to thirty percent 
of you yeah. know of your budget and it's hard to also like depending on your engineering and like Andrew said with all them other forms yeah. and more detail and the more info the better so depending on your soil class all these there's so many factors that get involved so yeah. that first initial preliminary can be within 20 to 30 percent um you know if, mm. if it's something that they've done before and the the builder's quite confident then you know that's up to them on on how they you know or tell you and give you information on that where you know, something that sometimes they get a bit technical, it can just quite variously because you know, every job's different to another. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so as I was saying, we, we to, to give that accurate price and to give the hard dollar figure that someone could be confident in, say, in taking to either a bank or signing on the dotted line with 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 us, we really need, so the big, the big pieces of puzzle for us are architects' drawings, engineers' drawings, um, uh, we I usually have a chat with the with the private certifier. Whether it's going to go development application or combined development certificate, I always chat with my private private certifier about things, um, so I can find out which way it's going to go, uh, and also find any conditions that I need to meet um, that might come up. Yeah, so design. you guys would be like massive phase. bushfire and stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, and then I and then if like I do a lot of jobs, we do are in bushfire prone areas, so we get a bushfire we get a bushfire um, report, and a lot we do because um, we're in a bit of a rural area here out west, um, uh, have a on-site wastewater management system, so we have to get a report done for that too. Um, yep, so, so septic septic tanks. Yes, yeah, so, so we know what sort of septic tank or maybe an aerated yep, water so, treatment system yep. we're going to use, um, so we can price that accurately. Because if we like, you know, they range from, well, the sprinkler systems range from, a, a, you know, a purple hose on the ground with two, with two steel sprinklers on it that cost twenty five bucks to seven thousand dollar underground reticulation systems, yeah. or seven and a half thousand dollar. You know, I've done 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 both, in in separate council separate council areas. Funnily enough, but I've done both, and same same size or similar size house, same number, same amount of bathrooms. Yeah, it was just a council. That was what um. Yeah, and that's the other thing too, making sure that council requirements are met because you do every now and again get the application that'll go through and say, hey, this needs to be done now or this has to be done. And, and, you know, most very rarely does it happen, but you do get the odd one that does, you know, there's a special specific requirement they require. Or I know we have troubles with some sheds, um, especially when pushing close to boundaries. And I know it's the same for houses and stuff that Mm -hmm. um, if we get too close to a boundary, might be on a bit of a slope block. Um, you can't make the shed too high to be able to, you know, cut the view from the person behind or make it ob- obstructing or a view a view of someone else. So, but um, yeah, going back to that story of you with old mate with yeah, trying so to play I'm, the game of rugby, <laughs> we're playing playing yeah. a game without a ball basically. Yeah, game without a ball. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, well, what what do you need? Like, what he goes, I want to know which direction to go. And I said, okay, so what's most important to you about that direction? He's like, well, it's cost. Okay, well. So why don't you send me what you've got and I'll see what see how detailed it is and see how detailed I can make my estimate for you. Uh, and then I'll give you a call back tomorrow and, and then we'll have a bit more of a chat from there. And then he sent me, uh, about an hour later, he sent me um, what he had, but he only sent me one plan. He sent me, or sent me two plans, sorry. He sent me an existing plan, so what was there. And then he sent me one concept. And then I rang him back and said, where's the second concept? He goes, oh, no. I haven't got a second concept. I said, you just told me you had a second concept. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Just give me, just give me a ballpark on this one. I said, all right, well, I'll bring you back anyway. So, um, so we're going to chat to him. We're going, I'm going to see him later next week to um, uh, chat about what he's, get really clear on what he's after. So I'm going to go through those six steps to planning with him um, 
and get really get an understanding of what he's after and get him clear on what on it as well so we can um, see if we can't deliver on it for him. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of cost comes from people too, that they're just, they're, like I talk to people, you know, they just, they don't know, like I had a set of clients come through the other day and they, you know, they said to me, look, he said, we have no idea where, where to go, what to do and where to start. Like we know what we, mm-hmm. we know we want to renovate and do this, this and this, um, but it's just like, do we go to the designer? Do we need to go to the bank? Do we need to, like, do we need to see a builder? Like there's so many things that go on and then, I think you start showing people all the stuff you need to be able to get, and they just go, "Oh, too hard." Mm. Sort of mm. throw their hands up in the air. So I think, yeah, that's right. I think it's important too to make sure if people are going through that process of renovating or building new, they have someone that sort of holds their hand through that process and say, "This is the directions and the steps we need to take to be able to to guide you um, and inform you to make the decision." Like, you know, not tell you what to do, but more or less just, "This is this is." The steps to take this is the direction you need to head um if it's something you want to do then you know we need to do this this and this yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah someone that's going to help you through the whole process of what you know as you said hold your hand walk you through the process get all the ducks lined up for you get all the documentation that you need um is certainly what you should be looking for in in the first person so if the first person you go and see doesn't doesn't want to do that with you then you need to find so that if that's the if that's the builder doesn't doesn't matter who it is a builder designer whichever one of that whichever one it happens to be or the bank if the first person you go and see doesn't doesn't do that with you then go and see the other person so if it's the designer you go and see first and they don't they don't want to hold your hand they're just like no come back to me when you when you've got an idea of what you're after or because really, yeah, what, what's that saying is like I don't really care about you. Just no. when, you, when you when you're here, when you're ready, just come back and I'll you know we'll just do business. Yeah, then then we'll do it. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's when I'm I'm either too busy or I don't care or you know I've got too much too much on my plate right now. So um, yeah, come back and that that to me that would scream red flag straight away. Like that's not gonna it's not gonna end well with that person. So um, yeah, uh, the, um, yeah, I would no, yeah, I'd encourage people to find someone that's going to hold their hand through because it's a difficult process. I mean, we do it every day, so not to mention, you it, know, it's not it's, very it's in not big or large invested too. Yeah, it's right. So it's and it you, it needs to be right. Like if it's wrong, it can cost you thousands, cost you ten thousand. A lot of people that um, are spending these kind of dollars are either life savings or it's their, you know, their last sort of mortgage forever. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like it's a oh, it's fifty bucks. No, it's right. It's not. It's and, not a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, you just said before with people pushing, um, you know, if, whether the builder or the designer pushing away and tell them to come back when they're ready. I, I don't know. I've talked to a fair few clients about this, and and a lot of the times they just say, "Oh, he said, you know, we went to go see the builder to get a price, and he said, I'll oh, come back to me once you've seen the designer." And I'll, mm. I, that's probably I hear that quite a lot. It's quite common that the builder just wants to quote it and price it and do the job, and just send them off to get the designer and. Like I said, nine out of ten times they'll come back and they get a set of plans. It's budget that doesn't even meet the plans because the mm. designer drew what they want, and it's not their fault. Like, you know, mm. the designer drew that, and they're not they're not estimators or um, quality yeah, surveyors right. or anything like that either. The, mm. the really the builder's job is that to I think personally as part of responsibility is being able to make sure that it's the builder's responsibility to engage with the once their client's there to be able to talk to the designer and architect to help keep that, that yeah. project on budget. Yeah, and the builder should be able to um, gauge what the level of design that, that, that the client is after as well, depending on how, you know, uh, on, there's a whole a whole range of factors that sort of go, in, go through my head when, I, when I'm talking to someone, all right, how much design, do you, how much design are these people going to need? You know, they're going to need, are they going to need just a draftsman? 
just because I just want to put two rooms on the back of the house. I want to put, you know, a rumpus room and, a, and, a, and one bedroom and, nothing, and that's it. And they just need a draftsman or, you know, are they wanting to, they want to do, uh, they want extensive landscaping. They want to put four, four kitchens and six bathrooms and seven bedrooms and a shed and a six car garage, a gym and a home theater. And they rattle off all these things and you go, well, hang on a minute. These people are not going to need a draftsman. They're going to need more than a draftsman. So um, that's sort of, I sort of gauge as, as we're going through the initial meeting, how we're going, so the level of design they're going to need and what level they're going to need to um, be happy with it and want to continue on and be confident in the, in the design. Um, so that's how I sort of set, I sort of set the, um, set that ball in motion. Yes, that and, comes and back to and an understanding too. Yeah. And, it, and, 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 um, the, the uh, what's my train of thought? Um, Right. Oh, no, I'm cool. um, the I guess that comes back to an understanding of the client anyway. So it's it's working out, you know, like you said, what they're after or what they what they're particularly wanting. You know, I find and being cost effective. So what's important to them? So whether it be you know some people's some people some people will come and say you know money's not really an issue. This is what we want. Which is mm. Great. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Well, yeah. this is if they if they're after that high end sort of finish and this is what they're after, then we need to get you know, something a bit better than yes, just the guy. average mm. guy to do that. Mm. Um, you know, uh, yeah, correct. probably 90% of my clients are on that of, you know, they just, they're not after a super high cost or well, not a high cost, but a really, really nice build or renovation. They're more or less after the room or extension to be able to put on the back and, and just have the room to be able to live comfortably. So, mm. and I guess everyone's sort of priority does come back down to their budget. Hmm. Most of them conversations they have around them are, you know, look, budgets, money's always a money's always a problem or an issue. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's always you know, finite. That's for sure. So it doesn't yeah, very, doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, that's right. It's very rare you get the client that, um, or the, the people have got it growing on trees and that sort of stuff. They're very, yeah. very few and far between. That's for yeah, sure. Very well off. Um, but yeah, that's uh, and uh, one of the points you made before was it's the builder's responsibility to um, uh, keep that keep the design in check, if you will. Um, like the, and just in relation to that, just just a story. I had a um, a prospect that came to see, or we went to see uh, last year, and she had they had this couple had bought or family had bought a house and they wanted to renovate it and they wanted it to be very similar to the house next door because they actually wanted to buy the house next door, but they had to buy this one instead. And um, uh, they um, instead of engaging us to engage a an architect to, to do it for them. They decided she had a, a bit of a relationship with another draftsman, so got him in um, to do it. And they had a pretty healthy budget. There was about half a million bucks. And uh, so when the draftsman eventually finished the plans, it was months and months and months later, sort of thing. We just kept sort of, you know, kept checking in with her and that sort of stuff. And oh yeah, she would have some changes next week, or you know, I wanted to change some things, so it could, should come back next week. Blah blah blah. Um, when we eventually got their plans, and I had a, I had a look at them and went and talked, went and chatted to them about it and what was important to them on the plans and that sort of stuff, I sort of gave a ballpark of like 1.5 million. <laughs> um yeah, yeah exactly and, and like she she went white he looked like i'd smacked him in the face and i was like well guys that's like 
you know, and I just rattled off all the things like four bathrooms and a huge kitchen and a butler's kitchen and a pool. And they wanted to do landscaping and a garage out the front. And they wanted to excavate underneath the house and all this <laughs> sort of stuff. And I was like, guys, it's like, you put an extra floor on top of it. And I'm like, this there, there, is going to add up. There's like, a classical nine out of 10. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. does. And, um... Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's, uh, yeah, as you say, as you say nine out of 10 times well, the people's always. budget doesn't meet doesn't meet their expectations and that's one thing we we try and that's that's why we're sort of doing these chats and that sort of stuff to try and um educate and uh, educate and and, and um manage people's expectations when it comes to what they're after they really need to be clear as i said they need before like in the earlier they really need to get clear on what they're after and what's important and um once you've got a list of what's what you're after then prioritize that list yeah, definitely. Because um, I think it's good to have that dream and be able to dream of what you mm, want. But I think yeah, what the dream is people important. fall into the black hole of is is throwing the dream in first straight into the plan without just having a little bit of because and, right, and at the yeah. same time, like they a lot of people don't understand how much things cost either. So, but throwing that whole dream straight into it at the first hit, which is you know some people would like to see what it costs, but you know you end up reaping the, the it's just taking the rug out from underneath them and then that's the old dream just gone and crushed where I think yeah. at least if it's prioritised and then you can start putting the dream list stuff in later on. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's where it starts to to really take shape on on working out what you can afford also. Mm. And when people see that the, that the design first takes in, when they get clear on their on the importance of things and the priority of, of um, what they're after, they and they can see that their needs are met first in the design, and there's a couple of wants and maybe some factors of a dream in the design. Then they are more they get more enjoyment out of it, and they get more excited about it um, uh, about the project itself. Yeah, because they're working towards something, I guess, rather than mm. taking things mm. away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Right. Very, yeah. very interesting, interesting topic. Um, so, if mm. anyone is looking for any more info, you know where to find us. Um, links a bit they'll our websites and links will be down below in the description. Um, if you have any more questions, we'll most likely be back for another episode next week. And uh, we'll see you all next week. I'm Joel from Refined Space Constructions. I'm Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. We'll see you next time. See you later. That's it for this week's episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients, brought to you by Refined Space Constructions. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.